What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? It's Denise Sith. Another coffee talk. Oh, my God. Okay, can I just say, we um have three weeks before we are on our European vacay. And I'm super stoked. Um, I am pretty damn excited. Um, What am I talking about today? I'll be honest with you. I don't fucking know. Let's, I'm just going to go at this. Actually, there are a few things I do want to talk about. So I'm looking at this thing on my desk. I have a little tag that I left here. Um, so I've been ordering stuff for the, um, the vacay. And in all honesty, I didn't have anything that was European appropriate. I'm just over the stretch pants. Okay. I can't do leggings anymore. I said stretch pants. I totally age myself just in the terminology I use. And I don't even care. Um... But I'm ordering a ton of stuff. Okay. So I just ordered, um, most of my stuff has come in outside of my, the clothing that I've ordered, which is supposed to be here, I think, in the next week. Everything's going to be here supposedly by the 19th. So there's that. Um, like insanity, just trying to make sure everything gets here. There's not going to be issues. So I tried to order as early as possible. Because honestly, three week countdown, I still have to launder it, make sure it, you know, fits appropriately after I launder it because you never know anymore. Um, there's nothing worse than like the perfect thing and then you wash it and it's just not right anymore. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand it. Um, but what I wanted to get was because we were flying overnight is um, I always get super cold like in my witching hour, right? So like from midnight to 4 a.m., I'm freezing in general i don't know it's just like an autoimmune breakdown and my body's just like screw it let's just be freezing since she's hot all day um and i just get and, and i just like to like i basically just pull up another blankie and like cuddle and then by the day you know when when the freezing episode is over and i'm sweating uh my a off again um yep i just drop it all off and we're good to go like I normally am with my fans. Um, but they have, um, so I wanted to order. I was looking for like just a cover. I'm not, I don't want to bring my blanket. Guys, I travel everywhere with my little blankie. Um, yeah, I have a blankie. My friend Ashley gave it to me. It's um, like, a, a, like a cheetah print, like a leopard spot. Whatever. It's it's like a, yeah, I think it's cheetah. Um, and I love it. I don't even know that Ashley watches this, but Ashley in Vegas, my Vegas Ashley, I got tons of Vegas um, peeps too. Um, I still use your blankie 
and it has traveled all over domestically with me. Um, now it may travel internationally, but I don't want to bring it on the plane. I'm going to pack it if I do. So here's the deal. I was looking for things to wear that were like the big girls wear and not just like random shit. And so I found this thing called the Dream Soft Travel Scarf. It's like all-in-one scarf, shawl, blanket. I'm here like, here's me. Like all-in-one? Yeah, I'm all-in. Give me the all-in-one stuff. And so it's by Zest, uh, Z-E-S-T-T, Organics. So they are organically made. Um, it was founded by two women on the go. We create cozy, ethically made textiles that make you feel chic, sophisticated, and comfortable wherever life takes you. I mean, that's cool. I'm supporting, I just found out I'm supporting a woman's own company. I didn't know that. Uh, I just knew it was a small owned company, but on the back of the tag, they're touting their two women on the go. Whoop, whoop. Um, so it's a dream soft travel scarf. I got the, um, because I'm old, taupe uh, linen. I think it's called linen, the color perhaps, not taupe. Um, and it is um, dream soft. I'm going to tell you that it, it, first off, it's amazing quality. It came back way better quality than I thought it was going to be. Um, and it's super soft and they even give you like a little card of different ways you can wear it. And they said, there's over 20 ways you can wear it and go on their little, you know, video links and they could show you how to wear it all these different ways. So I'm super excited about it because the reviews are amazing. Um, so if you are traveling or you just get cold and you want, you like to have something with you all the time, the Zest Organics, Z-E-S-T-T, Dream Soft Travel Scarf, owned by two women on the go, baby. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I also broke down, you guys know I've been struggling with the feet, so I always hurt. Uh, but since that surgery last year that, you know, fucked my foot up even more, um, I'm really worried, uh, was really worried, I should say, about the European trip. Now, me and my TCM have done, like, we've leapt mountains with Chinese traditional medicine versus um, Western medicine. I'm, I'm right now, I'm fucking all done with Western medicine. Like, they can kiss my ass. Um, but... I will tell you, um, I have weird spots that it's swollen or and not swollen, but like um, it almost looks fluid filled, but it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. But we're doing everything. We're doing gua sha. We're doing electric stimulation. We're doing acupuncture. We're doing massage. Uh, we're doing elevation. We're doing turmeric paste uh, to, to pull out the toxins. I'm doing it all, peeps, okay? And I drink adequate amounts of water, so that isn't the case. I've tried water pills in the past just to see if it was a water fluid accumulation, and it's not still sat there. I'm like, okay. Um, so I was like, I need good shoes. Now, I'm really struggling with shoes because unfortunately, one foot is bigger than the other. Now, I don't know how many people or women suffer from this in general, but ever since the surgery, my surgical foot is bigger than my other foot. Not real fucking happy about this, okay? Because nobody just lets you buy like a nine in one size and a nine and a half in the other. And 
I'm going to be 54 in October. Suddenly, I'm in a nine and a half motherfucking shoe. Okay, excuse me. I used to wear a size seven and a half, eight. I'm not even joking. Seven and a half, eight. And I'm up to a nine and a fucking half. I remember my poor great-grandmother telling me she wore a size 10 and me thinking, Jeez! Like, well, what? And here I am creeping up on her. By the time I'm her age, I'll probably be a fucking 10. There's that. So nobody tells you that when you get older that your fucking feet get bigger. There's that. Um, I was looking everywhere for like the best orthopedic shoes that weren't hush puppies. Okay. If you, if hush puppies even still exist, I'm not dogging hush puppies. They're fucking fantabulous for people who are over fucking 80. But I don't want to wear hush puppies, okay? I don't want to look like I have fucking Frankenstein diabetic shoes. It is what it is. And if you guys know hush puppies, you know that was an accurate damn description. Um, it is. It is. It, I'm going to be sipping on my... my Because I'm like super thirsty again today. Anyway, so I don't want to wear hush puppies. And so as soon as you say orthopedic shoes, you're in a whole nother it's not fucking pretty okay you go into immediately there it's like oh this is a nice sturdy shoe and then you 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 go into ortho shoes and you're like yeah those are fucking ugly immediately your feet are gonna feel ugly but everybody's gonna fucking look at them um because they're hideous so i've been dreading this moment and i'm like i gotta break down i gotta find a company i gotta get these shoes here just in case i gotta return them because I'm not going to an orthopedic to try them the fuck on. And the store that was closest to the three brands um, that, that that were closest to me with the three brands I had was like in Rockford, which is like a fucking hour away from me. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. Um, I'll do it by mail. Hell no, I'm not driving to Rockford to try on orthopedic shoes. So um, I got there. I found ortho feet, which seemed to be the ones that were the highest rated nice orthopedic shoes so i'm like here we go we've narrowed it down to one company again their shoes are available for trying on but i gotta drive an hour to rockford i don't know what all the shit's doing in rockford there really is nothing in rockford apparently except this orthopedic foot store um <laughs> just saying um then I, uh, I, so I'm looking through the reviews, right? Cause I've been having trouble sleeping. Either I'm sleeping eight and a half hours or I'm sleeping three hours. There's no rhyme or reason to it right now. It doesn't matter what I do. I have the same schedule. Nothing changes. It's just me. <laughs> it's not you. It's me, but it really is. It's me. Um, so while I'm up, I never squander time. I am always researching and looking at shit. So um, I'm going through like 90 billion comments of OrthoFeed shoes. And I'm seeing positive stuff. So I'm kind of feeling good about myself by 3 a.m. I'm like, these are the shoes, Denise. They're going to redeem you. Um, so I did have two shoes that I would consider. So I wanted like, you know, a sneaker type shoe that was fairly decent looking. And then, uh, you know, like sketcher type looking shoe. And then um, a sandal. But I don't do, um, pardon the term, Jesus sandals. They just don't fit over the top of my feet correctly because I swell so badly. Uh, I can't do gladiator sandals. Can't do any of that kind of stuff. That nope. That would literally, I'd be like a sausage that's split open on a grill. Um, 
<laughs> it was hot out. That is an accurate description of what would happen if I had those on. Um, and so I can't, I'm not wearing flip-flops that has no arch support and they're horrible for your feet when you're walking, walking. And nobody wears flip-flops in Europe, period. Um, and if you're in Europe and you wear flip-flops, um, you're not in Italy. And if you are, I want to know what kind of flip-flops you got and what socks you're wearing with them. Because you are, just saying. Um, what? <laughs> I just like crack myself up because I just got like eight visuals of people I know in Italy who wear their shoes like that. Um, so here's the deal. So I, as I was reading through the comments, I realized that there were some people literally saying that they've gotten these shoes to wear while they were on European vacation or Spain vacation. Somebody else was in Mallorca. And I was like, okay, these are good signs right now. Like what, and here's me, what kind of shoe were you wearing? And they do tell you to put what cut what shoe you bought. So I was like, this is perfect. So everybody mentioned the same shoe and the same sandal. So here's me going over to the site now. Cause you know, you don't want to lose your space. So I run downstairs and I'm on my phone reading comments, but I'm on the my laptop looking at the shoes that, that everybody's talking about, how fabulous they are while they're walking around Europe. And the, the, the sneaker type shoe totally looks like my sketcher. It's a, a, they're colored. I didn't want black. I don't want black when I, I wanted something that was a color. So I wound up getting, I forget what it was called, but it's like some sort of like rose pink, but with like a purplish, like a purplish pink. Does that make sense? It's not lilac, but, and it's not lavender. It's like purple pink with a bit of purple in it um and everybody said they were great so I'm like you know what these are not hideous I could totally wear these and then I wanted a sandal you know with something open toe because I, because it can be hot so like you know and all of them said the same sandal I went and looked at the sandal and I'm like you know what they say that it it goes over the top of your foot and it comes around your heel but you have an open toe my problem is I can't rely on anything over the top of my feet because I swell and I can't rely on anything around my ankle, around the back of it, you know, like closing your ankle in like a typical strap for a sandal. I have to wear open back sandals. See, it's like a, with lupus, like nothing's fucking easy when you have this shit. Okay. These autoimmune are a pain in the ass. And so I've never been able to wear shoes like that. But after reading the comments, I'm hearing that the material is like this patented stretchy move with you but not lose shape kind of thing and that the back although you can't see unless you're really staring at it it's it closes through velcro and i'm like okay but it doesn't look like kids shoes they looked really tasteful so i was like you know what we're gonna see because this will also help me with the fact that one foot is bigger than the other and they came in wide sizes, which apparently I'm at the low end of wearing the first wide size in a shoe. Okay, I'm all in. I'm, I'm buying shoes for my feet. I'm not buying shoes for my eyeballs. Okay, so that's what I got to do. I get them in the mail um, and I open them up. And I'm first off, I'm really impressed with the quality of the company. 
Um, so OrthoFeet is legit. It is an orthopedic company that specializes. They're based out of um, <clears throat> out of America. So like everything's being shipped from here. I will tell you that I've been wearing the sandals and they have been fabulous. I'm like so excited that, and it's interesting because what you can feel every now and then I'll feel the one foot starts slipping because the other one is swelling and the one isn't. And so I just open the Velcro and loosen one up and then tighten the other one. And it's perfect. They look the same. They're very comfortable. They don't look like orthopedic shoes. I'm going to be honest. Um, and then I haven't tried the, the, the sneakers yet. I'm going to do those next week. Um, you know, just wear them for a week to break them in. But those now, all of their shoes that are closed shoes, um, come with, uh, a bunch of different inserts. So they'll come with one orthopedic insole that is like one sixteenth of an inch and one that is like, I don't know, it's another size insert. You can wear them separately or together and they give you additional arch support that can be removed from your shoe if your foot starts hurting. So I can initially get the arch support, but if it's starting to hurt my foot, you know, the, the foot's getting tired and you're feeling it in the arch, they said, then you could just open up the insole, pull it out, stick it in your purse. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I need. Like, Oh, fabulous. And um, they're also hands-free, which if you don't know what that means with shoes yet, there's a ton of people selling hands-free shoes. And that is, I cannot stand when people put their shoes on without opening up their laces and then they smash the back of their shoes are all jerked out. Does that make sense? Like they're all smushed or bubbled up and whatever uh, and wrinkled across it because you're like jamming your foot into it without actually using a, a shoehorn. Like, yeah, those exist, peeps. Um, I cannot stand the way shoes look like that. My husband, Mr. Sith, puts on shoes like that. He's always stepping on the backs of them and ruining them. He needs these shoes, like 100%, or any shoe that's hands-free. But it's in... It, it, the technology itself is interesting because I'm like, how do you do that? It's kind of like this plastic rubber, like it, I feel felt very supportive, but not like, give me a blister. So there's my shoe experience. Ortho feet, super excited about it. I'm, I feel like at least I've done everything I could for my feet on the trip. Cause that's going to be the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, school, homeschool. All right, I will tell you, I had, as, as those of you who listen know, I had a struggling day the, a couple a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I had, I had a struggle day and I needed to just vent about the difficulty with Pete. He was being like a total asshole for like a week. And uh, I will tell you, it's feast or famine with this boy. I love him to death, but he also wants, I want to pull his, my hair out sometimes. Um, as does every mom. But I got so many messages from people being like, I totally get it. Um, and yes, YouTube, it, it made me feel better that all of you also recognize or a majority of you recognized and sent me little messages and, you know, emails or whatnot. It, it made me feel better as a mom that I didn't, that other kids have YouTube brain, like legit, act like total 
fucking assholes. And then you got to kind of like wean them back into their regular brain again. Not the only person that felt amazing to know. Um, second fact, he has come so far and, you know, it's the end of the year. So we have one more week of our homeschool co-op until next year. And so, you know, it's summer vacay for everybody. I homeschool year round. We don't do a full schedule like, you know, in the morning like we used to. We space it out and I make learning experiences about of stuff. Um, but we will be doing like reading, writing, and arithmetic for sure. Um, but I was talking to some other moms and I was curious, you know, as a homeschooler, I mean, for me, um, I feel like I always want to know if my kid's like up to par. And I had saw um, someone, uh, a teacher friend of mine locally had posted that like her first grade kids were doing these awesome, like they were taking pizzas uh, orders in the lunchroom with different shapes. So you can order what you want on your pizzas per the shape, per shapes, right? Instead of toppings. And I thought, what a cute idea is that? And then I thought to myself, it seems kind of simplistic for what I'm teaching Pete in first grade. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it, am I like, I felt kind of good about myself. I'm not going to lie. Cause I thought, okay. And here's me. Can he do that? So we like kind of, I made a mock one with pizzas and made a bunch of orders and told him there were five people waiting in the restaurant and he had to make pizzas and um and he made them without an issue and it seemed pretty like duh you know the way he was doing it was like this is like totally the easiest class ever and i'm like oh, okay i kind of feel good about this this is like way beyond where his comprehension is um it's way under i should say uh, he's uh, he's advanced from this. Okay, that's good because I'm his teacher. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, good job, mom. Way to go, Denise. You're fucking rocking the homeschooling right now. Then I was talking to some of the moms at homeschool. And, you know, we're always kind of, well, for me, I'm always trying to bounce off what everybody's doing. Some of us use the same tech books, textbooks at homes and, and whatnot. And I like to um, just kind of see where he's at. Like, gauge, am I behind? Do I need to work on anything? Where's the consensus? So and it's just my personal thing. I don't know if everybody does this. It's just what I do. And so it turns out I'm finding out that we have already started like, uh, obviously place uh, numerically, you know, ones, tens, hundreds, thousands. So we've started that, but we've also started um, adding and subtracting uh, double and triple numbers with borrowing. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's it's just not everybody's doing that. So not everybody is doing that. So I thought, hey, you know what? He's ahead. And I will tell you, I'm going to chuck this up to this. I use um, Hooked on Phonics because he really struggled um, at the beginning. And the Hooked on Phonics really helped. I mean, he has just been reading on this program. It's, it's, it's a really good program. It's not that expensive. I understand that not everybody can afford to do the stuff, but we get the workbooks as well, um, get sent to the house. Um, you could be working on the lesson plans and then they give you a workbook to kind of do review and, and kind of test into the next levels. So we've been working on one level and then we're going to be going into spelling, which I've already also started. And we're doing second grade intro spelling. 
So basically, I took a bunch of spelling lists from second grade. I want him to write. Is he still writing like I would want to write? No. No. But maybe he's just going to be like a messy writer. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had to let go of that kind of stuff. As long as he's writing, I want him to write. The more he writes, the better he's going to write. The more he reads, the bigger vocabulary he's going to have the more the imagination he's going to have. And that leads to wanting to read more, which just enriches and creates that awesome circle of wonderfulness. Um, But we also use Hooked on Phonics Math, which comes with the program now that if you have Hooked on Phonics. And we just got into that. Like we just started maybe a month ago. And I literally had to, we had to kind of test into which programs we are and we had to, he pretty much tested out of the first one, the second one, the third one. And we jumped right into what they call their core math, which is three numbers adding and subtracting. So I'm like, well, that's cool. He's already jumping in at this, you know, fourth level <clears throat> in this program. And it's nice to have the reinforcement tools that you're doing it with worksheets. You have a program that you can use on the tablet. Um and then just little things that we can do. I posted something um, about a week ago about how we're trying, I'm looking to, to increase the amount of chores that he does per day, just so that he understands that these are his responsibilities and he doesn't get paid for them. Those that, like chores are different than like, what I, I wanna do something to raise money. That I have a list of those things too, with monetary things attached to them, because we want to start Greenlight. So I'm trying to like break them into that now. For those of you who don't know, Greenlight is like a credit card for kids where they can earn money and it goes directly into this account and they have a card that they can spend. I think it helps them with financial um, savvy and letting them understand that a credit card is something that, you know, it's not, you just charge up your limit. You have to pay the shit back, right? Because I didn't have that financial savvy from my parents. I didn't get taught that stuff. I want him to know now there's a credit score. I want him to know now that <clears throat> how much things cost versus how much you save. How much you save is versus how much you give. Um, and he understands that. So, well, he's starting to understand that. That, you know, if he has, uh, the other day, got five bucks from the Tooth Perry. The Tooth Perry. The Tooth <laughs> Let me have a drink. I think it's, uh, I can't drink. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry about that. Um, the tooth fairy. And he got five bucks for a front tooth. He's been wiggling for about a good two weeks. <laughs> so um, I told him, I said, he said, so I have five bucks to spend. I go, no, really you don't. Because you should put um, two bucks in the bank. And, or how about like three? I forget what I told him. It might have been like two bucks in the bank two bucks to charity, uh, two bucks to saving. Yeah. Two bucks to, in the bank for savings, two bucks for you and a dollar to charity. And he always gives in the charity thing. Like when we go to this little local bakery called Bless Little Kitchen, I've talked about them before. We absolutely love the place. And, um, she always, that owner has something. She is so active in the community. I absolutely love it. And she has all of these programs and things that she does for the community and she will always leave whatever they're currently working on a little like donation jar. And so we'll, and it'll always say what they're doing. And so Peter always asks for his wallet when we go there. 
um, because he always gives money to those. And that like warms my heart because it means that he is thinking about somebody else um, besides himself. Because it's all part of the financial equation when you get older. You got to give to receive and you got to keep that going. And I want him to have good financial energy going into things. I started, um, so that was going on that. So I, so, so long story longer. Um, I kind of feel justified in that this year we were very productive with respects to ancient history is what we were working on. I got a series of book, but we, we got through about half the book, which is good. So, I mean, he learned about the Spartans and the Greek, uh, Athens and Greece. And, um, right now we've got to the point where Alexander the great has pretty much taken over everything. Um, and that he's passed away and then, you know, they had to split everything up because not everybody could rule all of the territory that he could himself. So they broke it up to individuals. And so there you go. We're working on that. And that's where we left it off. Uh, I forget where we're, I forget where we're headed next. In all honesty, this is a huge review for me as well. Um, when you're reading this stuff as a homeschool mom, uh, it's like you get through stuff for me. Like English is my worst subject. I know that sounds horrible because I run a podcast. English is your bad word. Like what? Um, but like sentence structure, it, to me, it's like I understand that this is probably good for comprehension and reading later on. I don't even get it. Like I had, I literally have to brush up on it before I, before I sit down in the lesson with them and doing like nouns, verbs, and adverbs. And, um, my brain just can't retain that stuff. Like it's it's had 53 years of stuff going on, some heavy stuff, and uh, they chose to get rid of that. But here's what my brain has chose to retain. They're tiny, they're toony, they're all a little loony, and in this cartoony, we're invading your TV. They're comic dispensers, they crack up all the sensors. I mean, come on! The Animaniacs theme song? How do I still know that? But I had to look up what an adverb was. Stop, Denise. This is part of getting old. I was just like, really? I, here's me. I literally was sitting there going, okay, what's an adverb again? I want to make sure I'm teaching them right. So I'm like making my notes, right? And then I'm like, adverb. And then adjective is descriptive. I got a noun. And then a verb. There's like action. Something to do with action. So what's an adverb then? Super action? Like, like, right? And then right in the middle of that, it sort of popped into my head. It was like the Animaniacs theme song. And I thought to myself, how the fuck are you remembering a song from a fucking cartoon? But you can't remember what a goddamn adverb is, Denise. Like, seriously. I don't know. It's stuff like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, like why? Why? Right? So, um, what else is going on? Does anybody else do that? Like, you don't know basic stuff. Like, you don't know why you walked into a room, but you can be like, you know, come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you pretending you got a silver, a sliver, remember? But you're not fooling me, cause I can't see the way you shake and skiver. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby-Doo, be ready for your act. Don't hold back, 
Come on, nobody knows this. And Scooby-Doo, if you come through, you're gonna have yourself a Scooby snack. That's a fact. Scooby-Doo. I, I, why? Why, guys? Fucking cartoons. <laughs> it's like a I need help. Like, honestly, does anybody else, though, do that, though? I don't understand why um, that will happen. It's just ridiculous. But um, what else are we doing? Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, that just came into my head. <laughs> and I'm thinking, does anybody remember Ren and Stimpy? Um, yeah. Okay. So Ren and Stimpy was really like, you know, remember? Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy. Oh, joy. Um, Stimpy was like, um, and who was the other one? Uh, no, no. I'm trying to think where he came from. The Pooh. Oh, I think that was South Park. Mr. Hanky. Is Mr. Hanky South Park? Why? I don't know. Um, see, I'm starting to tune out finally in my head. I was like, eh, there you go. Um, what else do we do? Oh, we went, okay, so speaking of homeschool stuff, we, uh, we have this awesome mom at homeschool who plans these great field trips. She is fucking comes up with the greatest stuff. And she came up with, um, at like CYT, which I don't know, it was like CYT, whatever. I don't even know what it means to be honest with you. I'm sure it's some youth, whatever. What does it stand for? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, they had a, we're putting on a production called Great American Tall Tales. And, um, I thought, you know what? This is awesome. You know, American history, stuff like that. How much, how cool is this? And it was a musical slash play and it had kids and adults in it. And I thought, whatever, like seven bucks a ticket. We got a group that went a really nice turnout for our homeschool group. And might I add, there was um, a school group there and our kids behaved way better than the fucking school group who would never shut up um, while this show was going on. Um, that said, it went through like Davy Crockett, Sally Ann, uh, Sally Ann Thunder, Pecos Bill, Slewfoot Sue, Paul Bunyan, Johnny Appleseed, and Annie Oakley. And then they also did this really nice dedication and rendition of John Henry and just the whole situation before I even go into this. Does anybody remember John Henry besides me? Because there were several adults there who were like, who is John Henry? I've never heard of him. And I'm like, what? I'm so fucking old. So John Henry is basically the tall tale of him working with the hammers, right? And they have it, the machines start coming. It's during the mechanical age of machines coming in. And uh, he get he challenges, essentially, you know, the work of man and a hammer. John Henry and his hammer, you know, wielding two hammers, going at it. And they're going to dig through a mountain, him and a machine. And the machine overheats, and he makes it through the mountain, and then he actually croaks. But he made it through the mountain. So, like, you know, the whole changing of times, that was with the tall tale, you know, right? Like, are we losing man-made things versus machines are coming? Could you imagine if those people lived today, right? And then also, I'll 
state, as remarkably some people did not know, is that John Henry was an African-American. So that was the incorporation. That was a nice little mix. I always liked the story of John Henry. It was pretty badass. So, And they did a really nice uh, rendition of it. So there's that. If you don't know who John Henry is, look it up. There's tons of shows, but um, he was a total badass. There's that. Um, we got to meet Annie Oakley after the show. And I will tell you that all of the characters were super cool. But the gal who played um, Annie Oakley was spot on in her character dress. Like her costume, her hair design. Um, I'm trying to think if I remember. Her name was Charlotte Dalazel. And the guy who played Pecos Bill, which whose name is Zach Ulmer, they were like fucking awesome. Um, I loved them. They really put themselves into the character and um, it really shone through in their performance. Just saying. So we enjoyed that. We had a great time. And then uh, we were at, Pete and I went to lunch at Panera before that. And um, uh, what a shocker. He ordered mac and cheese. <sighs> the mac and cheese with him. And there was an older guy getting coffee and we were sitting like behind the coffee stand. But like you could still see it was pretty hot in the place. So we had to sit where we could. And we uh, were having our lunch and there was an older gentleman um, who was a vet because he had his hat on and he was a U.S. Marine. And I looked at Pete and I said, because he, you know, obviously, if you guys watch my social media, he's always dressed up like some military person with like special op shit on and stuff. And so he's been doing that a lot again lately. So I told him, I said, hey, check out the gentleman getting his coffee right now. I said, if you look at his hat, you can see that he, has, he was a U.S. Marine and his the word above it says veteran and i couldn't see um just it was a really light hat and not the dark ones so i couldn't see like what war he had been in i'm gonna guess that it was probably like world war ii or maybe vietnam or both um but i i said he was a u.s marine i go you know what that means he's like what I'm like, sorry not sorry i told him it was pretty badass i go it's probably it's because that guy is pretty badass when he was younger i go now when you see those hats or those jackets and it says veteran do you know what you do and he's like what and i'm like you go up to them before we leave and you say sir i want to thank you for your service and he goes that's all and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's all. I go, and they get really excited, and it makes their day, and they feel appreciated and proud, even more proud that they defended our country for our freedoms. And he was like, oh. I said, do you want to go over there? He's like, no, not now. And he started just eating his mac and cheese. So I let it go, right? I don't want to force him to go up to strangers. Um, I want him to feel comfortable, but I don't want him to, like, you know, stranger danger, that kind of thing. Um. So we uh, were getting ready to walk out and he goes, oh, mommy, wait, hold on. We forgot. And he walks over to the table and he walked right up to the guy and he said, sir, excuse me. I just wanted to thank you for your service. I almost died. And first off, he was eating with his wife who literally was just like, oh, and, and he said, oh, thank you. Thank you, young man. And Peter reached out to 
uh, shake his hand, but he always uses, he always shakes with the wrong hand. So the guy politely corrected him and said, here he goes, you know, son. And he shook his hand and then Peter saluted him. I was like, ah, too much. Um, but the guy (laughs) just gave him a head nod. And I just waved and said, thank you. Uh, you know, mouth the words and, and we were on our way from Panera, but it was super cute. And I just think it's things that are super important today that need to be, um, some old kindnesses, you know, like uh, when I went to Boy Scouts and everybody were animals, um, it was the most, unsh- I, I went on my t- tirade, uh, tirade about that one already, but uh, what it just made me remember one of the things that was not done is that when they brought in the flags, the Boy Scout flag and the American flag, uh, the Boy Scout flag was um, even with the American flag. I personally have a problem with that, having been an RLTC color guard captain. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I told Mr. Sith I didn't like that either. And if I didn't, um, I'm telling you now, Mr. Sith, as you're editing this, I didn't like that. Um and also, I didn't like that um, they had not told the boys, because this is something that should be told, is a reminder, uh, before our flags come out, boys, hats off and on your chairs. So while it all happened, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm here, or I'm like waving, 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 because Pete's sitting by his friend across from me, all right? Because the chairs are kind of like in a V shape with the open V towards the stage. And uh, he's not looking at me, but the father of the other boy, who is a scout leader, looked at me, and I'm going. I, he, I caught his eye, so I'm looking. I'm doing the hat thing, right? I'm going like, take the hats off, take the hats off. And that's when he said he was like, oh, you know, da, da, da. um, he leaned over and took Peter and his son's hats off and put them on the chair. And I'm just like, teaching moment, fathers, you know, I'm like, damn, you guys are fucking scouts. Take your fucking hats off. I cannot stand when a man eats in a fucking restaurant with a hat either. It makes me cringe that people, and I don't give a fuck that you just woke up and you're 16 and your hair looks like a fucking rooster. I don't care, okay? Then don't go into a fucking restaurant. Go through a drive-up. But parents, it's your responsibility. When they walk in a fucking church, when they walk into a restaurant, when they're having anything to do with our American flag, take your fucking hats off. Makes me crazy. Whatever. Ah, so what else is going on today? I got a, oh, here's something exciting. I found a new nail person. Ah, I hope so. Okay, first off, I see her uh, on the 27th, right before we leave. I'm getting my hair done, and then I'm also getting my nails. Uh, I'm getting a mani-pedi. So I asked her if she did gel overlays, because we don't even want to talk about the last girl was pretty well known in the community, um, you know, spot on with social media, but personal issues that I just couldn't fucking deal with. Like, I need my nails done. And then I don't need to fucking see you post how, oh, it's why I tell you to book early because we're all booked. And I'm like, okay, but every time I try to book with you, you tell me you don't have a fucking schedule. So who are you booking with? So you're either lying to me that you're not fucking booking yet, or you're lying on your social media to be more of what you think you want people to think you are, which is most likely the case. 
but I ain't got time for that shit. I need to get my nails done. Okay? When you're getting your nails done, you need a fucking fill when you need to fill. Not when your fucking calendar opens up. Know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Anyway, so had to let her go. And I wish her all the best, but like, fuck that bullshit, right? I mean, if you run a business, you run a business. Don't fucking lead people on and then give them, a, you know, hear a lecture about how you take care of your fucking nails. I'd love to take care of them and have them actually filled when they're supposed to be filled. There's that. So, on that tirade, I found a girl through a mommy friend who said she was trying somebody out and she really liked how she did her nails. And they looked pretty. But I reached out to this girl and I asked if she did like gel overlays. And she's like, I do. And I'm like, well, I would like to see some pictures of those. But I'd like to make an appointment to come in and get a mani-pedi before I go on vacation. And then I could look at pictures while I'm there. Um, of your gel overlays. And what I like is she's a one-on-one too, but she's not at her house. I'm over that too. The last lady was always screaming at her fucking kids and shit and talking about her husband and all that kind of stuff or her ex-husband now. I don't fucking know. But I that's not relaxing to me, okay? So this is in one of those salon suites. So it'll be awesome because I'll be in an actual office and it to me, it'll be just a little more, I think, professionally toned. And she came highly regarded, um, and she has all her own equipment there, so perfect. So I'll get a, a Manny, I'll get the Petty, um, and after I come back from Europe, um, if I like her gels, I think I'll try them out just once. And I'm not going to get like big ones put on. I'm going to have her literally just do it over my existing nail. I'm not going longer unless my nails are longer. Um, last time I went longer. Um, and then, you know, with the anticipation that my nails would get longer, which they did, but, um, it's just too hard. I'd rather keep them at a manageable level, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not looking for length. I'm looking for, you know, just, a what's it? Strength. I'm looking for strength. When you have lupus, um, they tend to split and they get brittle. Right now I've done a really good job bringing them all back to health. Uh, and it helped that the other girl did good job, right? She was totally professional and knew her business. So she didn't damage my nails. So taking them off the way they should have been by letting them grow out, grow out, you know, and then clip appropriately, that kind of thing, instead of peeling them off, you know, um, it was a lot easier to keep them at the managed level that they are now. But um, hopefully that turns out and I can keep her as a nail person. Um, yeah. Like, whoop, whoop. How exciting is that, right? Well, again, the countdown is going to continue. And that's all I got for right now. So I'll talk to you guys maybe next week. Looks I'm going to do them once a week this month, too. Whoop, whoop for you. See you guys later. Appreciate you all. Lead with kindness. for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next Coffee Talk. Until next time, 
Lead with kindness.